Hello, welcome back to Beyond Meaning. This week, we're going to do something different. We're going to change the pace of how I conduct these episodes. Instead of reciting and reading the topics and themes, I have been sitting with these ideas for for some time now. And instead of just writing an exposition per se, I just want to talk to you about them as if you, my listener, you're right in front of me. And then I want to tie that into everything else that we've been discussing throughout the season. It's almost kind of, it's almost like a like a season review up until this point. I want this to become a sort of exercise in awareness for me, a sort of demonstration of mindfulness for myself and anyone else who would listen to this. Um, and by the way, thank you for listening. It really means the world to me that I'm talking and people are listening to what I have to say. It's kind of awesome. So we've been discussing the idea of identity over the last four or five episodes. And I've been bringing up numerous examples as to how the self creates meaning out of variables that seem irrelevant to the actual substance that creates the self. And in doing these examples, presenting you these archetypes of thought, I allow myself to expand upon them, you know? And as I expand upon them, more ideas come into awareness and more ideas come into awareness. It's kind of like diving deeper into a whole library of understanding. And so with all this information, you know, it, it kind of does become a little bit of a puzzle as to how to frame these into ideas and concepts that are going to make sense to the outside world to the outside world, you know, because at the end of the day, the outside world is just a reflection of the inside world. So the better I can explain these concepts to, and I said already, the outside world, the better I can internalize them and continue to apply them into my own life, in turn, growing from what I'm doing. What I'm doing, yeah, it's true. Um, I've already developed these concepts, and the more I develop them, it leads me down newer roads of awareness and development for my own being you know it's like i've noticed that the more i choose to develop my own ability as an empathetic human as a as a human being you know the more i choose to be a human being independent of finding my worth from the outside world the better i can create a beautiful outside world for the people close to me and myself and that's all that really matters uh, because at the end of the day, what are we on here to do? You know, we're here to use our ability to manifest, our ability to impress the world around us. That is manifesting. You waking up and making yourself cereal, you manifested your breakfast. Guess what? You are a creator. So it's in using that ability to make sense of the world and consciously expand upon it that we commit to that journey you know it's like all right this is what i'm doing it's something that transcends the linear duality of words what i mean is 
Words create two systems in your mind. The first system is everything that the symbol, which was the word that is being brought up. And the second system is everything that is not related to that. And then based off of that inner dialogue, you create the sense of this is this, this is not this. So this is only one level of many levels of thinking that we as human beings are capable of doing. But for the most part, we've shut off to the other avenues and have adopted a strictly dualistic sense of living. We don't need to only take the words for face value. You know, there's something called reading between the lines and there is a world of meaning right there between those lines you know the spaces between the words have meaning there's some things that can't be translated onto words exactly there and when i say things i mean ideas concepts but by presenting specific words they arise specific symbols within our mind and those specific symbols that's what changes from person to person, perception to perception. So there is something about that primal connection that we have that is present before the words are there that we can all choose to tap into. Again, that's like baseline awareness. So what do I mean by primal connection? Okay, so we use words to impress upon ourselves. So our vocabulary, the words we use, impact our mindset and our mindset influences our thoughts and as i've said before if our thoughts create reality then our vocabulary is the scripts and codes that govern reality it is the subconscious impression of the limit that comes from the limitless source known as infinite intelligence so there's many ways to connect with this spark of infinite intelligence. Like we are all, since we have established already that we are all composed of souls, then where we come from, the spark that gives the soul life is what we can call infinite intelligence. So if our vocabulary is what molds mindset and in turn the thought reality that we are choosing to associate with as our narrative, then the type of reading and the type of scripting, I guess you could say coding that you do is going to be the most that you can harness from infinite intelligence. So there's no destination when it comes to infinite intelligence. The self is what places the destination because infinite intelligence is just like the sandbox it's kind of like if you're able to have like all right so this is like a contracting license and you can do whatever you want with it but you need to think about it you need to like choose to do something with it it's waiting for you to be to tap into it and give it I guess you could say directions. It's almost like a JavaScript that you can choose to open and program into. It's kind of like the backend, like a, if there's a stage, the space between the back of the stage and the cast restroom where they store all the props and stuff, uh, there is kind of like where you send those instructions and Infinite Intelligence puts those props on the stage for the actors. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I have to say because now I'm laughing about it, but um, yeah, I am again just speaking openly, just having unscripted conversations with 
the microphone. Uh, and so, yeah, that's why these concepts kind of seem more abstract. But at the same time, as you listen to the same ideas that I've been speaking to these last four episodes. Uh, but yeah, you see, it's just much more lucid conversations. But if you go back and you listen to the last couple of episodes, it's the same concept just presented to you in a very scripted way. This is more of a lucid, unscripted conversation that I am choosing to have as a way to like all right so these are the concepts that like we spoke about now this is just kind of how they are again but more humanized so in other words what's going on here is the consciousness that carries over like the self-referent symbols and concepts and shapes that are internalized by the i by the self by the internalizing machine it carries over from vocabulary into mindset so those two variables are going to have more collective sustenance. It's going to be a deeper conceptualization because they're going to overlap with certain avenues of, I guess you can call it truth. You could call it awareness, you can call it truth. Um, let's call it truth. That later form into thought because the idea of thought creates the conceptual model of what the internal mind can do to the outside environment. So what it can create as reality, as that begins to concretize and take shape within the subconscious. The relational eye is also experiencing an external conceptualization, I guess that's the word that's coming, of the same exact function. And so here's where the idea of the limbic system ties into all of this. So in order for our limbic system to tap into the resonant loops that are in alignment with what we're seeking or going after slash pursuing, it's important for us to be in tune with our limbic system. So it's like, how do you tune into it? How do you cultivate awareness? Sitting down, meditating and getting to the bottom of what it is that you're trying to accomplish and achieve. It's like, all right, so this is this is my open perception and I am choosing to observe it, you know, observe what emotions come from it, what ideas are contemplated and how those contemplated ideas make me feel in relation to them. And the more that like you sit inside of this awareness, the more in tune with your limbic system you become, the more aware of how to that up an environment around yourself that is going to lead to a more collectively united machine, collective machine, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word. And so, you know, as your circle expands, your goals are gonna change. That That's what happens with longevity. Uh, so you're moving towards something, but similar to gravity, longevity is going to push you off course. And it's not about attaching obsessively to the initial destination. It's more so having the awareness to map out the critical destinations in your road, your journey towards the life, the events, the 
circumstances and aims that you choose to venture for and observing how this impacts your role within society will give you new meaning to all the avenues of your life that you choose to shine this light of awareness on so meaning is birthed from language reference and society and as we've stated before vocabulary is what yields way to mindset thought and reality. So the fact that society and reality are interconnected within the same conceptual thought patterns slash webs of reality, it's kind of paradoxical to refer to reality as something it's participating within. You see there's a paradigm, uh, a paradox of thought in this one. And that's the thing, it's not in diving deep into the paradox of thought because you'll just go into a circle. It's more so letting it play out, but while holding the neutral awareness to just hold it for what it is, not necessarily try to find the deeper meaning, rather than just observe the general meaning that it's portraying by just being observed. You know, like the observer effect starts to influence the course of events of what is occurring. You know, like you'll go into, you'll go into quantum theory and then you'll go ahead and you'll observe the observer effect and then you'll see how that just makes things occur photons etc so it's kind of taking this truth and applying it into like a bigger more holistic view of the world rather than just like the subatomic particles that we may or may not be seeing it's uh, a similar glove that you could put in and apply to bigger more profound meanings and more personal truths at that manner and as you start to work in harmony with your thoughts and actions so you know if like you say you're going to do something and you do it then that's going to increase your own personal magnetism and then the easiest way to make sure that you know what you're doing is to have a strong why and the thing is that finding a why isn't always the easiest part like finding the chief definite aim is the beginning of the journey and usually the hardest part is just starting so then when you start, when you finally write out your chief definite aim and you start to map out like how it is that your reality is going to match your desired state of reality, then you start to act on it. And as you act on it, it starts to take you towards new events, new circumstances, and it starts to evolve your desire. And if you attach to the original desire, which sometimes it's worth doing, you gain a certain amount of magnetism toward, for bringing towards you those environmental circumstances that promote a reality where you have accomplished that. But the thing is that this is a very conscious process at this point. It occurs whether or not we are conscious about it. So if you're unconscious about it and your programming is leading or leaning towards a negative thinking, then you're going to be matched with those negative results. But if it's positive thinking, creative thought, etc., valuable thinking, then you're going to attract to yourself those circumstances and environments where your valued thinking is valued. So cool, you know? Like, I mean, I said before, this is more so just an open conversation that I had with the microphone. And it was a little bit of a challenge, actually, because it's easier for me to, like, you know, look at my notes, read my notes, and go off of my notes. But this one was, it was completely unscripted, like, unscripted. <laughs> it was kind of a challenge, but, you know, I never shy away from a challenge. I managed to, you know, do 20 minutes plus a little more of open talking, and that's a really cool one, in my opinion. Uh, not even in my opinion, like, it's, it's just, it's awesome. I can talk about this stuff for a while.
And if I had someone asking me questions, which I do want to incorporate eventually, uh, it'll go on for even longer. You know, at that point, we'll have one hour episodes, etc. So, yeah, I mean, this will be a great way to segue into last week's idea of the week. Make it, you know, the talking point now. Last week, I asked you what it is that your ideal self is. And instead of thinking that, like, all right, I have these skills and abilities and I'm this place or that place, I decided to look at it in the way that it was like, all right, so my ideal self is in tune with his thinking mind and his emotional mind. He knows how to balance and walk the way, like the Wu way, and can understand the emotional state of his environment. I've learned that the more in tune with the emotional state you are, the more able to inspire change in the actual environment. And I don't mean, I don't necessarily mean in those people around you. I literally mean changing the resonance state within the actual circle, the loop, like the limbic loop. Um, and yeah, so I mean, it was, I really enjoy these because again, they, they make it so that you think a little bit deeper. This week's idea is uh, actually a really cool one. Uh, it's going to really put you in your own mind and you're going to be able to think about it. Well, just check it out. What's something that you know to be true, but you feel other people might disagree with or not entirely be there yet? What's something that you believe in that other people don't get? Uh, this one makes it really interesting because it's like, it's not a you against the world mentality, but it's like going back to what I was saying earlier this episode. What is it that I am doing and able to communicate from my out inside world to the outside world as a way to really concretize the message? And I think that this, question really does a good job at painting the picture for yourself to think about what it is that you can be communicating more effectively in order to not only deeper understand yourself but promote more unity within your own environment as this week's idea begins to cultivate within your mind open yourself up to being in the eyes like in the perception of how the outside world views your your truth you know it's like you with that object that idea that concept that you feel deeply about that you know to be true in your heart but like the rest of the world hasn't just caught up to it has just not caught up to it yet put yourself in the perspective it's like all right so it's like why is it that they're not there yet is it because of this is it because of that and start to backwards engineer like reverse engineer how it looks like when everyone is there on that level that you say you are in you know it's like this is what i know to be true but no one else is here yet how does the world look when everyone is here and then once you see that ideal state reverse engineer it in your mind and as you begin to see like the steps needed you're going to see how it just goes back to you it goes back to how can you present this information to them in such a way that like it grows and grows and grows you know because like ideas are most contagious when they are built around a resonant an extremely resonant or an extremely dissonant point of view like people are going to not people come closer together when they dislike something than when they like something so that's like negative energy you know so it's like how can i channel the most energy into transmitting my my truth out you know in a way that it impacts and that it resonates with xyz people the people it needs to resonate you know because it's like it's not about attaching to numbers or or conditions it's more so about taking it 
for what it is and uh, internalizing the quality over the quantity. It's like this is internalizing the quality over the quantity. So yeah, well, before I close this week's episode off, I actually did make a Twitter. If you want to connect with me, I'm there. My at is Sai Beyond. Sai, like my name, S-A-I, and Beyond, like the name of the podcast, Beyond Meaning. Uh, yeah, we could connect there. You could DM me. I could DM you. Uh, we could, you know, progress our conversations. If you have any specific questions you want to ask me, anything you want to see on the show, just shoot me a DM. Be like, hey, I want you to talk about this. I want you to talk about how this impacts that. Or it's like, if you want me to go deep into something, it's like, hey, this makes sense, but can you talk a little bit more about it? Or if you just want to say hi, I always welcome... Uh, people who are trying to connect you know i'm always looking to expand my tribe this is a brand new twitter so i literally have no followers so i'm looking forward to seeing who it is that is actually listening to these all the way through and i do appreciate the fact that you know you go out of your way to listen to these episodes every week it means a lot to me um so yeah well thanks again signing off